studio, looking at a guy out here, Howard Riley, when last year I spent more money on spilled liquor in bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. You're talking to the Rolex wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living the life, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Hello, everyone. Now, see, I started the show in my own particular way, and I screwed it up twice over. Now, go figure. You don't, you guys don't hear the behind the scenes of how I do this show, but that's neither here nor there. Welcome to the Walker AC Experience for August. What day? It doesn't matter. Last week I wasn't here, so I do owe you guys an apology. I broke my promise. I was supposed to be here every Friday. But things happen, so just to make up for it, we'll give you a little bonus show in between and every and at all points, you know, in between. So, to join me, we have a special guest coming in live here from her computer, um, the host of Cerberus. This is Miss Bradley. Miss Bradley, how are you today? I'm wonderful, Adrian. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, welcome to the Walker AC Experience. This is a show about you know positivity, uplifting thoughts, and everything of nature. So, to, before we get started, what have you been up to? Well, thank you for having me. I've just basically been living my life. Um, I work a lot. I work a lot. I sleep a lot. Sleep is sacred. Um, I. Uh, haven't really done a lot outside of that recently. Um, things at work have been a little interesting to say the least. So a little bit of, you know, me time. Um, I did start watching Good Omens on um, Amazon because I got Amazon Prime and uh, that's one of my favorite books. So I started watching it. The first episode was incredible. If you guys have not watched Good Omens, do so. If you haven't read the book, read the book. It is definitely top five for me and that's saying something considering the thousands upon thousands of books that I've read um, and I also watched a show called The Legend of Vox Machina because I am like in love with it and the bard is my favorite he uh, has this little spell where he uh, he just strums his guitar he goes Scanlan's hand and he makes a hand that he can write on and it's it's kind of badass he's my favorite well, me, on the other hand, I just get stuck watching YouTube videos on repeat while I work. So this is what I do. Now, with this show, we're going to change it up a little bit. I know I try to keep everything, you know, positive and whatnot. I stand on my soapbox and I preach seemingly forever and people tend to like that. But we're going to change it up a little bit. I know as we get older, things change, people change, philosophies change. So we're not going to drone on too long, folks, because I know you love hearing the melodious sounds of my voice. Um, we're going to just get kind of a point counterpoint going on here something i really haven't done but in thinking of it looking back in retrospect how relationships work how people work how people think how the sexes view each other all we have is opinions of one another we don't have facts this is what keeps us separate keeps us confused mainly and we never figure it out until we get older to the point where we get stuck in our ways and we don't want to learn anything new the old saying it is how it is and all that bs stuff like that so what i'm getting at is we're going to talk about 
each other's experience in relationships and our viewpoints on dating and difference between men and women. This won't be a long thing because it's going to take forever, you know, to figure out what makes each other tick, what makes each other think, because there's no right or wrong answer. It's just a matter of opinion. So what I mean by this is like, say, for example, the struggles of a woman. Now, we're not talking about the brutality of it. We're talking about the struggles of women as far as dating, being noticed, um, what they do to get themselves out there in a dating world as in a teen, as, in a, as, in, as an adult, as or even in their 50s, how they view men, how they view dating. And of course, the counterpoint will be, you know, how do men see dating and the struggles of a man also? Of course, everything will be kept short and light. And if it's something that we can dip into even further, we'll make another show. We'll include more people into it. You know, have, have a much more friendly approach to the topics. Because obviously one sex is not better than the other. It's just a matter of opinion on how we see things, how we see each other. So of course, chivalry is not dead, folks. So we're gonna let the host of Cerberus, Miss Bradley, go ahead and start. So just give me one little point of how how tough it is what the struggle is for a woman to be in a dating market so i love that you say short and sweet considering how long-winded i tend to get um and i i am going to attempt to not be so long-winded today considering that is typically and i'm doing it um, <laughs> so as far as women in a dating environment um i personally have I don't know kind of a unique experience with dating in that I never really dated in my formative years I dated in high school a little bit and after high school I got married and then divorced and then married about well got with the guy that I ended up marrying and having a long relationship with not long after that like I want to say a year maybe two years after that um, because when I met him I was 21 and being 33 now and being single for a few years, um, my dating experiences have been a little bit different. Um, I will tell you it is difficult as a female to know what you're really looking for. Most of the people out there, like when I started dating officially, I got a lot of feedback along the lines of people just looking to hook up and that was great because at the time that's what i was looking for too but if i were looking for something a little bit more serious it's not really out there it, it's it's you get dick pics or you get shamed for not liking someone back or you get shamed because you might be a little overweight and darling i'm a little overweight um you might be shamed because you don't do this that or what have you some people may not like the fact that i have rainbow hair you know there are men out there that specifically dislike that about people or my piercings or heaven forbid i have tattoos because i've sullied my perfect body you know like i am a very unique individual and i had a very unique dating experience so the main thing that I took away from it is that if you're willing to just put out, you got all the fish in the sea. But if you're looking for something important, there ain't nobody willing to step up. Interesting. So that's one of the struggles. And we'll just keep going back and forth a little bit and see how this goes. And once again, depending upon how it goes, we'll just do another part. Mm -hmm. So 
this is a part where I put on the Manhattan Struggles of Man. A little bit of a backstory. Um, I grew up around women, so I had something called the female brain, which I found out years and years later. So I always, in my formative years growing up, I always tried to cater to that. I always tried to figure out what females were thinking, what not females, like little girls at the time were thinking, you know, and try to, uh, you know, you know, try to placate to them, not thinking about putting myself out there and finding out what I want. And of course, the old saying is, once you get older, you get wiser. And being the struggles of a man is very difficult because I only say this is because there are always exceptions to the rule. And women instantly are sought after while men have to build themselves build themselves up to be sought after. Meaning, a good majority of women, when they grow up, they're instantly sought after. So, they have that mindset of, you know, unfortunately, you know, if you, you date someone, you break up with that someone, your recovery time is faster than a man. Because, you know, men have to build themselves back up, get back on the horse, get themselves out there, and try and try again. So one of the struggles is the recovery process is what's called. Mm -hmm. So hypothetically speaking, in my formative years when I dated, not very often when I dated and the relationship didn't work, I had to take time and to recover. It's like, it's like playing a video game. Don't get me wrong, folks. It's like playing a video game when you lose the video game. On hard mode, you have to start all over again. You have to build your character back up, build your levels back up, find out when, what mistakes that you've made, and try again. So, dating, men are on hard mode. Women are on easy mode. And once again, it's not degrading the women, it's not degrading society, it's just, just the way it is. Because ever since we were even a thought, you know, women are always sought after because that's the way biology is. And men have to build themselves back up to do it over again. Because, as I'm shortening this long-winded tale... Yeah, I thought I was the long-winded one. Exactly. The recovery process for a man is so much longer. The myth is that men can go out there and shag as much as they want to with multiple partners, which isn't the case. It's only a very small percentage of that. Because... Once again, we go back to the recovery level of to, we fell off the horse. Now we have to find it again, feed the horse, court the horse, caress the horse, and do all that fun stuff. I know, bad analogy, folks. Hate mail later, <laughs> send your hate mail later. But I'm just using this as a metaphor because it's not as easy as society thinks it is. Because in the movies and on television, men get dumped oh, well, I'll call somebody. No, it's not like that. So we talk about recovery. So I'll fire the question back at you. You're in a relationship and you mentioned you were married. After the marriage ended, how easy or difficult was for you to recover and even date or more or less find someone else from a female perspective? So first off, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on what you said. Okay, and I, I'm sure you felt this coming. Um, 
as I said, I had a different uh, experience with dating. But even when I was younger and like high school and right after high school, yes, it's easy to find someone to shag, but it's not easy to find someone to be in a relationship with. Shagging is not a relationship, okay? Just sleeping with someone is not a relationship. Sex does not a relationship make, okay? Sex is sex. Relationship is relationship. They can be completely separate. Sex without love, love without sex, all that fun shit. Okay, there is a difference between that. Also, me, those of you listeners, you don't quite know what I look like, okay? I am a 5'6", very, very, very ghostly pale female that is on the heavier side. I am curvy, I am thick, I've got ass for days. My boobs are a little bit small for me, but you know, it is what it is, and I'm a little bit what some might say dumpy. I've been called dumpy. I've been called roly. I've been called so many different things. I have had so many people focus on my weight more so than my personality. I am intelligent. I'm literally genius level smart. My IQ level, everything. I have been turned down by people. I have been teased by people. I've been straight up told no fatty. Okay, so my experience with dating is not that I can just waltz out there and be like, what's up? It doesn't work that way for me. For me, I have to, you know, show more than just, hey, I'm a chick, you know? A lot of women go out there, they just walk into a bar and men buy them drinks. Great, wonderful. I've been bought a drink once in my life and I totally thank the guy. He bought me a drink called a Twig and Berries. I thanked the guy and I said, well, have fun. And I left, you know, like I was not interested in that, you know, so it's a very different experience for me. Now, do I have confidence issues now because of it? Absolutely not. I'm fabulous. Did I used to have confidence issues about it? Absolutely. Yes. Um, A lot of us don't understand that, you know, if we wanted to, we could just walk into a room and get a man. Um, And that's kind of what, you know. A lot of men think that we can do and to me the man has all the cards I was raised southern so a woman's whole purpose is to get married have kids keep her man cook for him clean for him do everything for him because your whole life is to be for your man and I was raised that way so my experiences to me were in okay you don't have much worth if you don't have a man obviously I know better than that now but like it's difficult to go from these mentalities because of the way I was raised and the way I was treated growing up and how nothing was ever good enough to now being this weird confident weirdo that I am you know the dating pool is different now after leaving my ex was it easy to get dick Absolutely. Okay. Was it easy to date? Absolutely not. Um, I can go on a dating site right now and get five dick pics. But if I want to go on an actual date with someone and connect with them, that's like, that's like a needle in a haystack. There are, I was reading an article today, 66% of users on dating apps are men. So it makes it difficult for them to find women. 
the reason why 66% of people on dating apps are men is because women are sick and tired of being sent dick pics. Women are sick and tired of being told that we're stupid if we're not interested. We're sick and tired of being told that we need to quit our jobs or delete our Facebooks or make more money or be subservient, you know? Like, yes, there's that I don't need no man mentality. And you can have it all you want to, honey boo. But like for me, I'm just your average woman. I just want a typical relationship where I can be with someone and have fun and laugh and enjoy myself and, you know, like have good sex and have good conversation and, you know, be with someone that I actually enjoy being around who has good energy. You know, it's all about energy. But for the average person like me, dating is not that easy. If I want to go out and just get some, absolutely. There's dick on every corner. If I want to connect with somebody, that's special. That's different. And, and part of that I agree, part of it I disagree, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I'm making it generally speaking, you know, like generally speaking about the sexes. True. You know, generally speaking, you know, men only want three things. And if you ask a lot of women, most women don't know what men want. Oh, it's true. We don't. Absolutely. And and what's really funny, and when you say, you know, what do men want? Simple. You know, we want peace. You know, we don't, for example, generally speaking, you know, you, you don't want to come home to your wife and she's jumping down your throat about the most minuscule of things. You know, no matter what it is, examples be damned. So men want their peace. Men want femininity from a woman. Um, they don't want a jock. They don't want a bro. You know, they don't want a bestie. You know, you know. I mean, they want a feminine woman to come home to or to date or to interact with. That's just the way biology states. And, and the third thing is they want a submissive woman. Now, before the hate mail pours through, <laughs> let me elaborate. <clears throat> And the only way I can only way I can say this is once again I'll give credit to Fresh and Fit. It's a it's a podcast on YouTube. I, I listen to occasionally. Yeah, you sent me some of their stuff, and I sometimes agree with what he says, and sometimes think he's completely wrong. But once again, with that particular show, they just say what men want, and what's really funny is women disagree, which defeats the purpose <laughs> of saying. This is what we want. This is what we're telling you. And they're going, no, that's untrue. You're not a man. You don't know. I digress. What I mean by submissive is, you know, you want, you want someone by your side. You want someone pushing for you. You want to work for a common goal. Adrian, but we're partners in a relationship. No, no, you're not. <laughs> you are not partners. A marriage, a relationship is not a partnership. What I mean by that is... For example, a man works really hard and, and your, your task, your duty as part of the relationship, not the full part of the relationship, is to encourage, to push, you know, to get to be by your partner's side and vice versa, of course. But there is a king and queen, there's a president and a vice president, you know, there's someone by your side. There cannot be two kings, just like there cannot be two queens. There cannot be two presidents. You know, there has to be a leader. There has to be a follower. Because if you have two leaders, where is the relationship going? 
True. And, and most get it confused. It's a partnership. No, it's not a partnership because it always has to be one leader. Can I take? Can I say something? Absolutely. Not all partnerships are 50-50. Of course. That's why I said there's one. So it could still be a partnership and have one be slightly more, just slightly more in control. President, vice president. Exactly. But that's still a partnership. You say it's not a partnership. That can still be a partnership. And of course, there's so many examples to go off on. That's very true. And... Once again, we're keeping it a generalization. Of course, debates will be just for days and days and days because, <laughs> once again, you know, women don't know what men think. Women don't, men don't know what women think. No. You know, so we, we automatically assume we know what they think. In the grand scheme of things, we don't. And bridging that gap for eons and eons and eons can never be met because there's always going to be that disagreement of men want this. No, they don't. Women want this. No, they don't. And going back and forth, especially if a woman would tell the majority of guys, this is what I want, some guys are going to disagree. You know, it's, it's, it's the most bizarre thing. So once again, as we get older, we try to find out what we want in relationships, what we want in friendships, what we want as a partner sometimes. And I think a whole lot of people get that confused. So as we delve on to the next topic, because once again, we can go about this for hours. For hours. So you, you said what men want, mm -hmm. right? So say them again for me real quick, please. Men want peace. Mm -hmm. They want a woman who's feminine. They don't want an alpha female mm -hmm. that wants to run the relationship. And they want a man wants someone who's submissive. Okay. Can I tell you what women want? Absolutely. We don't fucking know. We don't fucking know, okay? You can ask one woman what she wants. She's gonna say, I want a man to take care of me. He needs to pay my bills and take care of everything and, you know, take care of me. And then you have another woman that's, um, I want a man that's gonna, you know, just be my partner on all things and 100%. And then you have women like me, they're just like, can I just have a goofball to have fun with? Like, good sex and be a goofball? Like, can that, is that, is that, an option you know and like that's what I look for um, do I want some security in a man absolutely I don't want a man that's gonna like disappear on me and dip out you know I want someone that's gonna communicate I want communication and honestly I think that might be the one thing the one thing that is the same for all women is communication we want someone that can communicate with us but for the most part, do women know what we want? We ain't got no fucking clue. We all crazy. Every woman is crazy to a point. It's just a level of what kind of crazy we are. And I've talked to many different women about this because I have held this belief for many years. All women are crazy. It's in our DNA, okay? Our hormones literally make us go psycho sometimes. It just is what it is. We create life in our bodies and our bodies make different hormones that make us react to different ways to the stimuli around us depending on the cycle of our bodies. Um, so it really just depends. But it's all on the level of crazy that they are. But all women want communication. They want to know what's going on. They want a man to open up. The problem is men don't like to talk. 
Men don't like to communicate that much, in my experience. But there's a reason why there's a book out there called Men Are Clams and Women Are Crowbars. <laughs> and I, and once again, to touch back on, you said you, you, want, a man, you want a man to protect you. I you said know. some women yeah. want a man to protect well, me. You, yes, I do. I'm not going to lie. I do. I like feeling little and safe. Okay, well, would, would generally speaking, because once again, you seem to be an exception to the rule. Generally speaking, you know, most women want that protection. Yes. They want that communication. I, want, I, I do. I want to feel little and safe. So, so when you say that, we're going to go, I'll bring up one point and we'll just keep moving forward. Yes. So one thing you mentioned, protection. So I'll touch upon that. And when I say relationships aren't equal, it goes back into that, for example. Well, I agree with you that they're not equal. Right. I do, but some women are not going to agree with you because, again, we don't know what we want. Exactly. So, 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 so for this, these, this is for some women. Mm -hmm. So for some women who say 50-50 partnership, I'm going to say no because, once again, there has to be a king and a queen, president, vice president. And a simple example, simple example. Okay, you're on my level. You're 50-50, blah, blah, blah. An intruder breaks into the house 2 o'clock in the morning. I roll over and I look at you, my partner, and go, Whew, we're 50-50. You know, you got this one. <laughs> the next one I got, because I got work in the morning, so you take the gun, you go take care of that. Now, of course, exception to the rule, I'm keep saying exception to the rule, because there's some woman out there who's going to go, I got this, I'm strong, I got this. Oh, yeah. But, and some dudes will be kind of fine. Mm, right, fine. but generally speaking, you know, a man is a protector. Yes. The protector, the provider, the woman is the nurturer. You know, I'll and, be right behind you with that gun, honey. You know, so you go first, and I'll be behind with that stick, beat them stick. So when it comes to protection, that's just an example, just a general example. Communication. I will be the first person to say I suck at communication. I'm horrible at communication. Men in general horrible at communication, because to piggyback on what you said, to women don't know what they want. If a man divulges too much information, it makes them seem weak and women will lose respect for them if they communicate too much of their feelings because generally speaking, women want protectors. They want the strong man. They want the alpha male. They want the man to say, hey, this is what we're doing for dinner. We're going here, blah, 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 blah. And if you come home to your husband and he's sobbing on the couch, <laughs> You're going to hold him and comfort him because you're a nurturer. Yes. You do well with people. Yes. Social, you know, like social situations. So you can handle the feelings and emotions. And you will understand everything he's going through. Yes. Day two, you come home. Your husband is on the couch sobbing again. You're the nurturer. You're the caregiver. And you'll rub his head and you'll listen to his day. Mm -hmm. Third day, you come home. He's on the couch. Eventually, your face is going to twist and go, what the hell's wrong with you? Well, you see, for me, my face would twitch, twist because I got bigger balls than you got. I can handle my shit better than you can. Sorry, darling. If we're going to be any kind of partnership, you got to be able to hold yourself the same way I can hold myself. And I got bigger balls than you. That's a problem. And once again, king and queen. Yes. If, if a man cannot, you know, have that stature about him, to hold his own, to hold his, you know, to hold his worth, to be the protector, you become the protector. Yes, and, and then, I will. And then a big, a big part of you loses respect for that man. I don't know 
that I would say I would lose respect for the man. I feel like the man would feel that I lost respect for him. Or the man would feel that he has lost respect for himself and for me. Because if I step up and take his place, I have now emasculated him. And he now does not see me as this sweet, adorable, feminine thing that he normally sees me as. Feelings. You said the magic word, feelings. Feelings. Yes. In the back of your mind, you a part of you will lose respect for him because he's not being the provider, he's not being the man that he should be. Okay. And and in and, and saying that, he's not being the man that he should be. Because generally speaking, once again, there's that word, generally speaking, men do not talk about their feelings. That's just the way they are biologically. They don't talk about their feelings because they are that provider. There are exceptions to the rules. You know, they, you know, there are men that will confide, confide, there are men that will cry, there are men that will open up. But if they do that too much, they lose that, that, that sense that makes them to, the rock of the relationship. And I'll give you one example, and I'll let you, I'll let you say your piece. I do per- need a piece. Perfect example. Say, for example, your, uh, a family member passes away. Mm-hmm. You and your husband are at the funeral. You are sobbing your eyes out, rightfully so. Would you rather have your husband hold you and protect you and give you that comfort? Or would you have him sobbing and snotting his eyes out next to you? No, I need him to hold me. No, I need you to hold me. Okay. See, here's my thing, though. For me, if my man is sobbing, sobbing, sobbing for three days straight, okay, something's got to give. So the thing is, either A, he needs some sort of depression medication because he is off his rocker and he is not having the right kind of dopamine or serotonin or what have you. He needs to go to a therapist. He's got depression. B, something is really, 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 really wrong in his life. So that means that there's something bigger going on, which probably means our relationship is not going well. Okay? C, someone died. Okay? Could be that someone died. If he is crying three days in a row, someone probably died. So it's one of those three things to me. If it's not one of those three things, then I feel, yeah, buck up, buttercup. But at the same time, I do want a man to communicate. If that man is my person, my partner, even if it's not a 50-50, even if it's a 60-40, which generally speaking is probably a little generous, Um, I feel like most relationships are more like 70-30 because the man has to take lead and take control, you know, Um, and it fluctuates based on the day, I feel, you know, because there are going to be days that a man can't handle everything. Your woman is supposed to be your help meet, okay? And yes, that's heralding back to my, my origin in the South, but a woman is meant to be your help meet, you know? And that might be kind of an antiquated way of looking at things. But um, if a man communicates with his woman and explains to her what's going on in his mind, where he's at mentally, if he is not having a good mental day, she can buck up and she can like take on the brunt of things. You know, if you've got kids, she can get the kids fed and into bed and doing the homework and all that fun shit while he relaxes. You know, whereas if she's having a bad mental day, he can do that. That is what a partnership is. If one person is lacking, the other person is able to pick up the slack. That, to me, is what a partnership is. Some people don't think of it that way. But to me, it's give and take. 
It's not always going to be a solid amount, but to me, I need that communication so that I know that my man is having a bad day. My man is having a rough mental time. I am a pro with bad mental times because I have depression. I have anxiety. I have a slew of medical issues. I know fully well what a bad day is like. And so if my man is having a bad day, I want to know so that I can help him out. Because you are the nurturer. I am the nurturer. Yeah, I yeah. mommy literally everyone in my yes. life. Yes. I will 1,000% own that. I mommy everyone from people at work to my friends to my family to my own mother. Yes. So you are the nurturer. The man is the protector. 100%. The provider. Absolutely. Once again, you could be the exception to the rule. But we're talking generalization. You know, we're talking generalization. You know, <clears throat> uh, a man does not communicate his feelings, you know, to a woman because, like you said, women don't know what they want. We don't. You know, and also the emotions can change on a daily basis. And also women cannot handle the truth from guys. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. I knew this would would kind of raise an eyebrow to you. I can't can't (laughs) see another side of the screen, but I know definitely raise an eyebrow. Because most Western women, some exception to the rule, there's that word again, some Western women cannot, cannot understand or nor want to understand if a man says, this is what I want. Oh, okay. You look like this. And this is what you want okay that's what you want that's no problem then i don't want you because it's not what i want because women have been sought after ever since day one while men have to work up to that so men have to work and fail work and fail work and fail and sometimes are so conditioned to tell a woman what they want to hear to either wed or bed that woman Men have this general fear, and I'm gonna get so much backlash for it. Men yeah. have this men have this general fear to be truthful to a woman, especially they're trying to court. Now, obviously, if it's a woman through normal society, we don't care. Just like a woman will look at a guy that she doesn't know, she didn't have to say anything too, or be honest too. But if a man is trying to court you, he's pretty much programmed to, okay, fine. I've been I've shoot, I've I've shoot my shot ten times. I've been shot down eight. So I have to do something different, because this particular woman that they want has been sought after so much. They've heard every single line. They've been you know they've been you know pursued since age twelve. Gross. They have a particular value about themselves. So a normal guy can't walk up and go, hey, I like you. You know, let's do something. A woman, a woman have women have the ability to go. No, you're fat. No, no, you're too short. So do men. Absolutely not. I've and heard it my whole life. Exceptions to the rule. I'm talking generally speaking. Mm. And to, and I use I'll use an example. Okay, use the example. Generally speaking, you can go into um, a room. Hypothetically, you go into a room. You can line up 20 men. You can go, let's go right now. Out of those 10, maybe six will go, okay. That's sex. No, 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 no. No, because once again, guys are simple. I told you guys only want three things. Guys are simple. But if a guy walks into a room when there's 20 women and go, okay, everyone who wants a relationship to come with me, maybe two out of those 20 will. 
Yeah, you're right, because that seems too good to be true. That's a scam. Exactly, because once again, women have been pursued ever since a young age, while men have to build themselves up through trial and error and failure to, you know, to, to have that woman, whether it be a friend or a wife or a girlfriend or whatever. No, I wouldn't go with him because that's terrifying. If a man walks into a room and is like, who wants a relationship? I'd be like, fuck you, because I'm about to get, like, skin-suited. But take your feelings out of it and just look at generally speaking you I watched you, Silence of the Lambs you, you are putting yourself into it instead of looking at the big picture but we'll move, we'll move on from that and also so, so my third thing is that, that, that the men are logical because we have to be women are more emotional yes. because they have to be I agree with you 100% on that men were originally hunters women were originally gatherers and nurturers if we go back to ugga ugga caveman days like men went out and you know stick rock boom bring home meat you know women went out and dug up roots and took care of the babies and all that so this goes back into, into dating and relationships because once again men have to be more logical you know because you know you know they have to be the alpha male they have to be the provider you know to to be in a relationship with a person and that more logical women once again have been chased so much and they rely on so much emotion you know it makes that it makes that connection more difficult especially when men won't say what they want because women don't know what they want it's true you know i could see that but i don't see it as being pursued so much or chased um, I just see it as we speak different languages. Because, yes, a woman can walk up to a man and be like, nah, I don't want to see you. Of course, that's not nice, but you can, you know? Enough women do that to a guy, he's eventually going to shoot someplace up. But, like, uh, men get frowned upon, especially in, like, social media, for being like, nah, you're fat. Bitch, please. You know? You sit there and you say that on social media and a woman's going to drag you through the mud. Whereas if a woman goes, nah, he's fat. I'm not interested. You know, that is okay for a woman to say, which I think is a horrible double standard. Because A, just because you cushy don't mean that it's not more cushion for the pushing, number one. Number two, pudgy guys are amazing because they're nice and soft and cuddly. And number three, like... It's okay to be uninterested in somebody. It is okay to not be attracted to somebody. It is not okay to be a dick about it. You know, yeah. female or male. It is not okay to look at someone and be like, nah, you look ugly. Like, no. And that's a good point. You said the magic word. You said double standards. It is a double standard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, men have double standards. Women have double standards. And just what you touched upon, it's so funny because a guy can walk up to a woman and try and shoot his shot and a woman in front of her friends in front of her co-workers in front of god in all country can go no you're too short you're yeah. broke i don't like the way you dress get out of here and, and it's acceptable it is but it's, it's wrong yeah you well, know but it's not acceptable for a man to do the same thing i'm not vouching that they should be able oh, to of course i'm just saying that it's wrong across the board but at the same time the other double standard that bothers me is sexual partners if a man can sleep with a hundred women and he's seen as a king, a woman can sleep with ten men and be seen as a whore. Would you like to know why? Oh, I know why. Why? What is the analogy that I heard once? A shoe. A pair of shoes. You buy a pair of shoes, you want it to be unworn, you want it to fit to your foot. 
But if you buy a pair of shoes that's been worn, it doesn't fit to your foot and it's been used and it's not as nice. I'm not a fucking pair of shoes. I'm a person and uh, however many partners I've had has zero bearing on what my worth as a person is because I'm fucking amazing, you know? And yes, that kind of aggressive feeling is usually something from someone who's had several partners. Um, but I could have had just one partner and still have that feeling because men want virginity because it's never been touched. There's like this weird ass, uh, focus on purity and untouched women. And I, for one, do not like sleeping with virgins because they get too attached. Okay. I'll piggyback off that. You said you don't like sleeping with virgins. They get too attached. Okay. When we have sex for the first time, biologically speaking, we release a specific endorphin that creates that bond. Um, the reason why is because we have chosen this person to be the um, carrier of our offspring and or father of our child, what have you. Mm -hmm. So you create this bond in your mind and that's why virgins get very attached because biologically speaking, this is the first person that we have found that is suitable for offspring. So our bodies literally say, okay, this person, and they release pheromones. Um, so yes, I get it, the whole virginity thing, you want the girl to like really be in love with you and all that fun stuff, but it's still kind of gross. Okay, so I will retort. Mm -hmm. To challenge what you said, you don't have to answer, but would you rather sleep with a man that's had no experience whatsoever, or would you rather sleep with a man that has experience? Experience. I okay. want a man to know what he's doing. I also want a woman to know what she's doing, thank you very much, because as I've said multiple times before, I swing all the ways. So a non-binary, please have experience. So, so taking yourself out of it, mm -hmm. and once again, falling back to the logical thing, because if you put your feelings into it, you make it about you. True. And then you turn it personal. Again, women are emotional. You said this yourself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, a man can sleep, in many, can sleep in many women as they want to, and not be Harold a king, because we're not back in like the 80s or 70s. Oh, no. You no, know, no, no. But, they do. But, no, not, no. They actually. think they are like the shit. Nope. Absolutely not. That's just a myth. That's just a simple myth. That's really? that's incorrect. That's a myth. Mm -hmm. So I will finish that thought and I'll hand it back to you. I want to say you're wrong, but you're a man, so I can't really say that because that's this whole conversation. But other men that I have known have specifically been like, I am the shit because I've been with X number of women. Those aren't real men. Those are, those are not real men. Ooh, touche. Thank you. Okay, I like that. So, men can sleep with plenty of women because, just like I asked a few seconds ago, we'd rather be with a man that has no idea what he's doing or a man that does. There are a small percentage of men, hate male bringing on, there are a small percentage of men that slept with multiple women. There's, the percentage is so tiny, it's ridiculous because it all goes back to what I said earlier. Men try and try and try and try and try and get shot down 80% of the time. Then 20% of the time, they do uh, score. But It's so funny to me that you say that, though, because it seems so natural for men. Absolutely not. It seems so natural. So to, to finish my point, sorry, women have much more success rate in that sexual aspect than men ever will. In the world, there are so many women outmatch men by so much. I can see that. 
you know, and so, you know, the, the, the common misconception, movies, TV, blah, 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 oh, men do it all the time. Men shag women all the time, all the time, all the time. No, no. Like I said, there can be 10 women and men will try and maybe two of them will go for it. Because once again, we don't know what women want. Men, you know, men don't, men don't know what women want and, 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 and same vice versa. You know, so we don't know how the political game is played. So there's sure. that. Because we don't know how it's played. Right. I'm giving out secrets here. Women really just have no fucking Oh, play. and I'm giving out secrets about men too. We, 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 we wake up and we're like, ooh, this is what I want today. You know. So I my Starbucks. You know, so pretty much when it comes down to what men want, you know, you're like, okay, you know, like I said, men don't want a high body count. And there's that old adage again. Well, men can do it. We actually don't. But we think you do. Exactly. Once again, we think you do. We all think that you do. Emotion, emotion Women versus logic. Legitimately think that men, all men have a high body count. No. And that's why I don't ever want to know my partner's body count, and I will never disclose my body count. Because men don't want to know. Men do not want to be with a whore. I'm, you know, I'm not. Once again, generally speaking, men do not want to be women with a high body count because that lessens them when it comes to marriage, when it comes to serious relationships so and everything the of the sort. So there is, what is a high body count? That is up to, that is up to the man, no matter so how... subjective. Absolutely. It's all about perception. So what I mean by that is, say for example, you know, I encounter a lady at a store mm -hmm. and her and I talk and just randomly, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm a stripper. My respect level goes, goes down. down instantly. Mine but, did too. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person. I respect sex workers. I'm sorry. But, but she can look at you. She can look at a, at a standard man and go, "I'm just a dancer." That's true. But it, but it doesn't matter. It's a perception. Yes. Whereas he can look at her and go, "What do you do?" Well, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse practitioner. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a brain surgeon. The respect goes higher. Because it's perception. It's the same thing if a woman asks a man, hey, what do you do? I'm a dancer. Oh, you must bet a whole lot of women then. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I'm, yeah. not, I'm just a dancer. I actually work yeah. with a guy that used to dance, and he totally did not score as much as, you know, we thought he would. I would think he would score every freaking night if you're a dancer. It's perception. Yeah. And, and, and men being logical, we go by the perception. But also... Female dancers. Now, when I'm talking about the guy I work with that is a dancer, he legitimately was Cirque du Soleil dancer. Okay, I'm mm. not talking about a stripper dancer, but a female that's a dancer, mm. and I am talking about a stripper dancer, but a dancer because that is exactly what she is. Um, they very rarely sleep with anybody. Like, the perception is that they're whores, like you said, mm -hmm. but dancers that I've spoken to and that I've met and that I've been friendly with, a lot of them didn't sleep with anyone at all during the time that they danced. A lot of them were like, occasionally would bring someone, you know, home that they met elsewhere, that they didn't tell they were a dancer, you know, because the majority of women that do that, they're not doing it for the fun of it. Some, some do, some do, you know, but the majority of women that do that, they do that because they're going to school. They do that because they're paying for their kid. They're doing whatever they can while they're still young and beautiful and live and seeking a better life. But the perception is that they are promiscuous because of their job, whereas generally speaking, they don't touch anybody. Right. Perception. 
and, true. and that's all it is. And and we'll talk about this for a few more seconds and go on to something else. Yes. So perception, for example, is a, a young lady will say, "Oh, I'm a stripper." They usually Guys, themselves as dancers. Or, or a dancer. Cancel me, I dare you people. And so, Respect guys, generally speaking, guys get turned off by that. It's true. You know, because guys, they think that she's promiscuous. Yeah, yeah. If it, she's not. You know, I mean, if a girl, like, is an online model, OnlyFans or anything of the sort, guys get turned off by that. See, that I always thought was kind of strange because that's the whole point of OnlyFans is to turn guys on to titillate. Now, when it comes to something like that, say for example, once again, generally speaking, you meet you meet someone and you go on a date with them and there's a connection and they tell you, well, I'm on OnlyFans. 90% of people are on OnlyFans. Actually, it's really yeah. not 90%. But, but you know, but you know, but, but they're going to stop because once again, that's the perception. Yeah. It's like, you know, I'm just like getting a brand new car that everybody drove. It's not right. It's a double standard. It is. But that's just the way... I mean, that's just the way it is. That's the way it works. It may not seem fair, and it sucks, but that's just the way it is. You buy a new car. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you, know, you, you, know, you, you buy a new car, and the perception is everybody's driven it. I don't want to drive that car. Everybody's seen it. It's a fucking car. Okay, I'm sorry. I went too literal with it. Um, but, but. To... I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, what is it? Um, from uh, The King and I. B goes to flower to flower to flower to flower. The flower does not go from B to B to B to B. I get it, okay? I get it. I still don't like it. Because if a man can be promiscuous, then a woman can too. And explore her sexuality and find out who she is along the way. Of course, absolutely. There, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying not at all. They can't. They can do whatever they wish to to have that free will to do whatever. It's just the perception, even though as unfair unfair as it is, the perception. You know, so, and I had had a thought about perception. A woman, an average woman, can go into a bar and get free drinks. An average woman can go to a club and get let in for free. True. Whereas the guy dresses up makes the money, works his butt off, works a pretty himself up, will go to the club and will have to and will get denied. Or have to wait yes. in line while the two women can just walk right on in. Because there's more men in the club than women. Because once again women are being sought after ever since they've been seen at a particular age. Gross. Women are women are always being sought after. So they have the double standard advantage for that. Yes, I will admit that, and I have enjoyed it. Yeah, so. I'm not gonna lie. I have been let into clubs for free here in Orlando. Like, I can't deny that, but it's usually because there's more dudes and it's a sausage fest. No, not necessarily, and I'll touch upon this and we'll close up here. Um, the reason why that is, is because the, the women are such in high demand that a guy can run a club, have all of his buddies there, and have maybe a table full of five women and there are eight guys checking them out because they are the hottest one there. It may not make much sense, it may not be fair, it's the supply and demand. Yeah. It's once again, it's a perception. And that's all it is. It can't be reversed. A woman can't have their own club and have be surrounded by guys because that's creepy. <laughs> Or she just has a harem. 
exception to the rule. But exception to the rule. I read a lot of fun books, man. Books. Exception, books. exception to the rule. But as we put a capper on this topic, because it can go on forever. Oh, yeah. We can talk yeah, about this all we're, we're just talking about the difference between men and women. And, you know, like I said, you know, men's needs are simplified because we're simple creatures and only want the basics. You know, women are simple creatures, too. They want the basics, too. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to communication, there is no right way to communicate because if there was, we wouldn't be having these conversations. Oh, that's and true. Wouldn't, and there wouldn't be such a stigma on relationships, dating, whores, male whores, sleep numbers, stuff of that nature. But it's a fun topic to talk about because it lets you learn a little bit. A little bit. You know, about men and women, about what they want, what they don't want. But it's going to be ever-changing. That's true. It is. Because cause once again, we're speaking in general terms. There's so many different layers you can peel back. There's so many different what-ifs you can throw in that scenario to muddy the waters. But once you break it down to its basic form, you know, men want a certain thing, women want a certain thing, but that communication will always break down. I mean, when you break it down to the absolute bare bones, we're animals. So it's just like other animals, mating dances, mating calls, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're animals. We're going to do what's in our basic instincts for survival. Yeah, because let's put it this way, and we'll close up. Women could be the gazelle. The men can be the lion. So we break. <laughs> so, so we talk about communication. We talk about communication. I so just, I just want to interject real quick. Mm -hmm. I love that you said men are going to be the lion because do you realize that in a lion pride the females are the hunters and the ones that provide and that the male lion just sleeps in case he has to defend the pride but the females do literally fucking everything bad bad example but yes. i'll continue jeez <laughs> so instead of the lion just jumping out and attacking the gazelle outright i'll lump it into a man telling him what he wants outright because the gazelle has been chased after and chased after and chased after. They know how to escape. Instead of the lion just jumping right out and attacking, the lion has to plot and has to hide and has to think and has to clever maneuver before he makes the move for the gazelle. Makes True. sense? Yes, and I do know exactly what you're talking about. But I do want to put a little anecdote out there. Okay. Slightly unrelated to this. Earlier you were talking about king and queen and on and on and on and on. I, I do a lot of movie quotes and like what I say, like I've probably quoted like six or seven different movies, songs, what have you, books even in this whole conversation, but my favorite one that I'm going to bring up that propped in my head. So the man may be the head of the family, but the woman is the neck and the neck can turn the head any way she wants. That's from uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Of course. Of course it is. So this has been a healthy conversation about relationships and of course do we expect to solve it absolutely not absolutely not but of course you know it's fun to have these conversations it's fun to take yourself out of the equation and look at the broad generalization about everything relationship wise so we do thank you miss bradley from You're cerberus welcome. to join in the experience and once again where can they find you if they want to reach out to you oh because i've been horrible about my social media lately uh, you can find me on Twitter, even though I haven't posted anything in like two weeks. Um, you can email me at CerberusMagic at gmail.com. And if you want to see videos of my cat, Pharaoh, and maybe one day my kitten, Nyx, uh, go on TikTok 
and look up Cerberus Magic, and you can find me there. I'm absolutely the worst, but uh, I'll get better. I promise. And of course, you can find us on uh, the experience walkerac76.podbean.com. That's Walker ac76.podbean.com and all of course all you can find us all the free apps underneath we thank you so much for your time this has been the walker ac experience i have been adrian once again miss bradley thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you again soon good night